0: The Gospel of Jesus Christ is the solution to the woes of man. How much of it you know, determines how well you reign in life. Join us. At Shepherds Love Worldwide, opposite Top Radio, Circle Accra, as the man of God, Apostle Johnsburg, takes us through sound teaching, and instruction in the Word, Shepherds Love Worldwide. Making Christ prominent, in our generation. now the man of god if you're not in church you can get the tip yeah, yeah, yeah i always encourage you go and listen the messages are there on youtube go and listen to them maybe you may not catch something in church but you catch it when you are listening this week let's see something john chapter 6 this week i had never seen the message translation of this verse until this week Somebody was preaching and then they, they shared it. And I'm like, hey, the word of God is life. Oh. So it's a blessing to have somebody to encourage you all the time. Listen to the word. Listen to the word. Listen to the word. He said, my son, incline your ear to my words. It means in the, in, in the world of many voices, tilt your, your, your ear to my voice. Look, John chapter 6, verse 63. Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. It was just this week I saw what the Message Bible says. And it's been amazing. It says, John chapter 6, verse 63. Look at it. Can everyone see it, please? It says, the spirit can make life. The spirits can make life the spirit and look share muscle and willpower don't make anything happen Uh share muscle and willpower share muscle and willpower don't make anything happen every word i've spoken to you is a spirit word and so it is life making i've never seen this translation until this week and i said wow It means that the spirit can make anything. It can, if look, you say, it is life making. It can bring life to your business. It can bring life to your career. It can bring life to anything. The spirit can make life. Share muscle and willpower. Don't make it. Look, those who think they will go by strength, they are wasting their time. For by strength no man shall prevail. No man. You can't say you are exempted. He says the spirit can make life. The spirit can make life. The spirit can make life. He proved it by the birth of Jesus. He proved it. He proved it. He proved, it. He, proved it. he didn't know. He didn't have to know Mary's ovulation cycle or whatever. He just made life like nothing. Look. And willpower. Share muscle and willpower don't make anything happen. If you want to see things happen, this is the lasting solution. This is what works. Share muscle and willpower. Don't make anything happen. Every word that's spoken to you is a spirit word. And so it is life-making. The word of God makes life happen. So always be encouraged. After church, go back to the scriptures. Go back to the tapes. Go back. You are going somewhere. Put it there. Put it in your ear and be listening. Put it in your ear. Put it in your ear. You are driving in town. Be playing it. Yes, you are somewhere. Be listening to it. Ah, what are you doing? You are keeping yourself in the Word. Yeah. You are keeping yourself. So, we started a series recently The in Him Realities. I want to continue. Let's look at Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. We have mentioned a couple of things. Now, Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Galatians chapter 3, verse 13. The Bible says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Christ has become what? No, before that, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So in Christ, we are redeemed from the curse of the law the law has what a case attached to it the laws of Moses it had a, a case anyone who does not obey you see the law doesn't operate on the basis of faith the law operates on the basis of obedience whoever whoever obeys it enjoys it but what we have in Christ Jesus is the opposite In that, Jesus obeyed for us, and we through faith enjoy the benefits. That's that's what makes it different. That's what makes the new covenant very different. So he says, Christ has redeemed us. He has done what? Christ is going to redeem us. Pray so that he will redeem us. Christ has redeemed. It's something that has been done. I keep saying in church that Jesus didn't come to act a movie at the cross. He didn't say, oh, every Easter, remember? I'll come and do it again. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So the law had what? A curse. And how did he do that? Having become a curse for us. It means he himself did what? Became a curse. He himself. For it is written, because it is written, curse this everyone who hangs on a tree anyone who was crucified was deemed a case that's the, the the highest form of punishment they can give anyone that's the highest form of punishment so the bible said as they were passing they crucified them at the the, the the entry point of the city so everybody watches them and say ah these are the, the curse people eh? these are the guys jesus savior of the world and two criminals on the cross. Jesus became a curse. They even said, give us Barabbas. We want him. Take this guy away. Barabbas has been stealing, but we can live with him. And the Bible says the result of this, this is the behind the scenes of the cross. He has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. So Jesus by being hanged on the cross was a curse. Look at verse 14. Why did he do all this? Look at verse 14. That so he did all this so that what? The blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Hallelujah. So he became a curse. He redeemed us from the curse. Became a curse himself. So that the blessing of Abraham will come to us. Let put the the Message Bible 13 and 14. Put the Message Bible. We are going to take it level by level, and then we graduate. Put the Message Bible. Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating cares life by absorbing it completely into Himself. What did He do? He absorbed the cares. Completely, it means he took every curse. Yes, you see, the, the word of God is true. Yes, we, we don't know, but but actually, there's no actually the word of God is true. Your word is truth. Oh, but you see, he he, he did, he took the case but you see, you don't see. see Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating curse life by absorbing it how completely. To himself, do you remember the scripture that says, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree? That is what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross, he became a curse and at the same time dissolved the curse. So, so Jesus neutralized the curse. You see, it will be, it will, it will be, it will be sheer ignorance to say you are cursed. Say, so, oh, I said, don't talk like the way. They said, there's a language they have adopted, which is not the language of the word. So I keep telling you. That's why I say, always listen to the word. You'll find that the word will reproduce the character of the word in you. The character of the word will, will be formed in you. You won't talk like everybody else. Oh, look, it says. This, this, that is what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross. He became a case and at the same time dissolved the case. So he first dealt with the problem, then he brought the blessing. Oh, yeah. What was the blessing? Verse 14. So he, he did this. He couldn't have blessed us when this was a problem. Yes, so he says, and now, and when? And now. When? now. when? Now. When? Now. So people are not talking. You respond to the word. Yes, sir. You respond. Don't say, when I go home, I'll go and say it. When I go home, I'll go and respond. And now, now, because of that, the air is cleared. And we can see that Abraham's blessing is present and available for non-jews too. We are all able to receive God's life, his spirit, in and with us by believing just the way abraham received it abraham received it also by what believing 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 that's what willpower can't do anything can't do anything so jesus became a case look at the, the passion the passion 13 and 14 we are building we are building we are building are you in church 13 14 the passion the word of god is sweet The word of God is sweet. It's sweeter than the honey in the honeycomb. Look. It says, yet, Christ paid the full price to set us free. Christ paid how much? The full price. Full price. Full price. Full price. price. I said, when you, you see, the last time the, the, the preacher was preaching and she said, If you can see it in the word, you can see it in your world. Yes, so always look inside the word. There are many voices out there, but choose the voice of the scriptures. On Wednesday we saw. He said, "He said the flower fades, the grass withers, but the word of our God stands forever." It means seasons will come and go, but His word will remain his word will so go with something which remains this one remains go with it and this is what we are learning go with it it means his word can stand the test of time look yet christ paid 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 Paid. do you remember they they thought you passed tense? they thought you passed you see i said most times eh, when it comes to the scriptures people behave like we have no what is this what are they saying? What is the Bible saying? Oh, are you saying that? Are you saying, hey, what is this? But you use these things every day. This in the past tense. Christ paid. Paid. You see, his one-time sacrifice was good enough. Was good enough. That's why he himself could say, it is finished. He knew what was finished. He knew it. He knew that he had done the work. Before he even went to the cross, he said, I finished the work you have given me. Then they carried him. He says, yet Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. Anyone who says, oh, let's still observe the law. They don't know there is a curse attached. They just think, ah, nowadays the church is some way. Let's bring the, the law back. Let's bring back the law. You are bringing back bondage. You are bringing back curses. I will let you see the curse for yourself from the Bible. Look, he says, he has paid the full price. Christ paid the full price to set us free from the curse of the law. He absorbed it. Same thing. He took it completely as he became a curse in our place. You see. So I always say that when you when you got born again, your position changed. You see. He took your place that you would take his place. He became a curse in our place. For it is written. At the communion cry he said it. This is my body which is broken for you. Not for me. For you. For it is written. Everyone who is hung upon a tree is doubly cursed. Everyone who is hung upon. It means they can kill you. They can poison you. and things. But if they crucify you there. You are cursed. That is the highest form. And that's the highest form of death Jesus was, 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 was given. They didn't lash him at home. Jesus didn't go to the ICU. And then he collapsed. They say, All die be die. No, 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 no. He had to fulfill a plan. So he had to die a particular death. So that the results will come in a particular way. He says, Everyone who, for it is written, Everyone who is hung upon a tree is doubly cursed. Verse 14. Jesus, our Messiah, was cursed in our place. And in so doing, dissolved the curse from our lives. And in so doing, dissolved the curse. So in Christ, we are redeemed from the curse of the law. The curse is neutralized, the curse is dissolved. Look. See. He was cursed in our place, and in so doing, dissolved the curse from our lives. So that, he did it so that, because, he did it so that, all the blessings of Abraham, not some, all the blessings, every detail in the Bible is important too. When you come to the Bible, you don't assume, you just take what the Bible is saying. You don't assume, say, hey. Is like no, no. You don't come with any foreknowledge. You come and take what the Bible is saying. No, That's the truth. It is, so that all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon upon even non-Jewish believers like us. We are non-Jewish believers. So Jesus did that so that we too can enjoy. So that the blessing, all the blessing of Abraham, can be poured out upon even non-Jewish believers and now and now god gives us the promise of the wonderful holy spirit who lives within us when we believe in him Hallelujah. the holy spirit who lives within us who lives within us when, when we do what when we wear the best of clothes no oh it's okay to wear nice clothes but remember muscle and willpower can't do anything In this last time, the language God is calling all men to speak is believe. Believe in the Son who has completed the work. Believe in the finished work of Jesus. Look, when we believe in him, so in him, we 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 have started a point that in him, we what? We are redeemed from the curse of the law. In him, in him, we are redeemed from the curse of the law. We are redeemed from, look at how did he do this? Look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let's read Philippians chapter 2, from verse 5 to let's say maybe verse 11. How he did this. The Bible said, He humbled himself even to the obedience of the cross. Look, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 2, from verse 5 to verse 11. Let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus Uh who being in the form of god did not consider it robbery to be equal with god jesus was god but he chose the the lowly state of man the monarch of the universe was born in a manger they said there was no room for them he chose that he accepted the barest conditions, yet he was the savior of the world. Look, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God? Verse 7. But made himself of no reputation. He he took low class, he made himself like that low class human being. Yet he was God. Look, he made himself of no reputation. Taking the form of a, of a born servant. Look at the savior of the world. But we are fighting over titles. This is the head of the church. There are some people, when you call them brother, they are annoyed. They say, I'm not brother, I'm pastor. He says, so you are pastor, you are not our brother again. You are not our brother again. <laughs> you are not our brother again. The lady reverend lady reverend come hey my name is engineer doctor engineer doctor you have missed it engineer doctor so so a certain lady said no the name is now very reverend very reverend they called a reverend said no the name is now very reverend look at the, the savior of the world he made himself of no reputation no reputation is the useless things that excite us? <laughs> yeah, it's the useless things that excite us. You see Apostle, then yeah, yeah. Then something has, you see, that's how they I say I always, I've been saying it from campus, they'll clap you out of the will of God. They'll clap you out of the will of God. They'll be clapping for you, say, Yeah, that's me. By the time you see, they have, they have used their clap to push you, they have used their mouth. To push you out of the will of God <laughs> yeah. he made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bond servant he came like a slave like a servant and coming in the likeness of men he became this was the first time God became man he came in the likeness of men verse verse 8 and being found in appearance, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. He, be, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. So it was not it was not Pharaoh and Kohu who took Jesus to the cross. It was not their power. That it was the obedience, it was obedience that Jesus, it was obedience that took Jesus to the cross, and being found, in, so they were, you see, they were teasing him. If you are a king, well, show your power. He could have done it, but you see, he was obedient. He humbled him because he knew there was a plan. This is part of the plan for the blessings to come. This must happen, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. Verse 9. Therefore God also has highly exalted him. And given him the name which is above every name. You see, he, he humbled himself. This is, this, is how, this is how he became a curse for us. This is how he redeemed us. By becoming obedient. Even... To death and the death of the cross. That's how he did it. Look at Romans chapter 5, verse 19. He says it well. No, you you wait, wait, wait. Let's 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 check other translations of this same ones today. I want to do a lot, so just give me as usual a message. Our church, the message, the message church, the passion church. <laughs> When you go to another church, it's NLT. It's like that everywhere. When you go to another church, it's another translation. It's like we we enjoy the the message and the other ones. Oh, can you go back to where I started reading from, please? Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of Himself. Uh huh. Oh, quickly, quickly. He had equal status with God. But he didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of that status, no matter what. Uh-huh. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity. This is not a prophet. <laughs> this deity we are talking about. He set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave. Became human. God became human. Verse 8. And you say this salvation is not potent enough you have to add your works to it no so how, uh, we, but you say with god things are possible <laughs> you say you you contradict yourself you, you are you say with god all things are possible now god has died for you and he says these are the benefit believe and enjoy you say, hey, it is not to have to do this then how how do you say with god all things are possible <laughs> having become human he stayed human it was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life, and then died a selfless, obedient death. And the worst kind of death at that—a crucifixion. We just saw that that kind of death is is a curse. Remember, we just started from somewhere. That he said is the worst kind of death. They didn't give Jesus food poisoning, and then he died. No, he died the worst kind of death, a crucifixion. Look at verse verse 9. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him far beyond anyone or anything ever. Because of this obedience. So it was obedience that took Jesus to the cross. And he died the most humiliating death just to take the curse, neutralize the curse. Neutralize the curse. Look at Romans chapter 5 verse 19. Romans chapter 5 verse 19. We are still on that same point. In Christ, we are what? Redeemed Redeemed from the curse of the law. We are redeemed from the curse of the law look is says, for us by one man's disobedience for us by one man's disobedience many were made sinners who is that one man Adam Adam's disobedience made many people sinners many people sinners so also by one man's you see this this time around this second man has a big M you see so so Adam and who Jesus that's 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 what the bible talks about when you read the bible the bible talks about two men one person missed it and then the other person came and restored everything that was missed they don't talk about your hometown chief they don't talk about what you did what you didn't know so jesus is called the second adam he says for by one man's disobedience this adam he disobeyed for by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners. Adam's disobedience made many sinners. Everybody could have said, ah, but I didn't send him to disobey. I didn't. He decided for the human race. And you see, you, you can't blame Adam enough. You can't blame him too much. It was part of the plan in a way, but you can't blame him. One of the reasons being that, you see, he, Adam was not born alone. Adam was not born. He became a man. He just came like that. So he didn't pass through the stages. Nothing. Imagine just being somewhere one day, you are 30. That's what happened to Adam. He was just made. He was just made. Full grown, everything. So he didn't even understand, how oh, does a child... I'm sure the, the first time he saw a baby was Cain and Abel. He and the wife, they saw a baby Say, hey, this is how he looks like. But they, they they were just they say he put him into deep sleep and then Eve came. That's <laughs> all, so nothing. Hey, then it means God can really make anything. You know? God doesn't need time. Like when it, when God says that it is time, I'll do this. He can compress the time. Yeah, we we just read it. The Spirit makes life. One day, just one day, somebody was created. We don't know. Maybe they just created him from age 40. Age 14, he was just walking around. Eesh. But anyway, his disobedience made many sinners. So also, by one man's obedience, this man is Jesus. By one man's obedience, you see, we just read that he obeyed, even to the death of the cross. He obeyed. He humbled himself. He obeyed. So he says, by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. So, if any man believes in Jesus, they receive righteousness as a gift. And you see, it's not because of them. It's not because of your obedience. It is his obedience. We just believe in his obedience. That's all. That's all. That's all. So, we started by looking at what? What scripture did we start? Galatians chapter 3, verse 13, where he said, Jesus. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law being made a curse himself. He said he absorbed all the curse into himself. Let put it there again then I will let you look at the curse he talks about. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Oh, before that before that put put message bible this is very nice put message bible Galatians and uh, Romans 5 Put put message bible Romans 5:19: Pull message Bible. One man said no to God and put many people in the wrong. One man said yes to God and put many in the right. <laughs> who, 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 who have you believed? How we, there are two men they are talking about. Which man, which of them have you believed? Is it the one man who said no? Or the other one who said, you see, all of them have a, an effect. The first one he said no to God, and what was the effect? He put many in the wrong. The second one said yes, and did what? So who have you believed? So when you when, when you believe the one who said yes, who is Jesus? You are made right. That's righteousness. Righteousness is being made right with God. It's not wearing esam kotoku. Esam kotoku. In those days, we call it efficacy. Yeah. Hey, Pastor, are you saying that we should be naked? Did I say that? No, you see, when you are teaching the word, then people will be hearing what you have not said. <laughs> there are some people, and they just. Hey, let me tell you. I've realized that the, the devil, apart from being scared that the truth of God will cover the earth like the waters cover the sea, eh, he has devised a way to use truth. That when we are teaching this truth that liberates, he will now come around people and say, "Hey, then it means go and kill him. Then it means go and fornicate, because you have made uh, uh, you are, you are, uh, everything has been paid for go and fornicate." But we have seen it. We have seen it several times that the gospel of grace. He says the grace of God that he says it leads to repentance and it, and it teaches us. It's a teacher it te- to live godly. We have seen it countless times where we are taught to live what godly lives. Godly, even last week or so, we we're reading that they said the world well, they are falling in sexual perversion, but that is not us we have not learned that we learned Christ. But you see, the devil has a way, he's, he's the master trickster. As the truth is being taught like this, then you now say, Ah, the when you leave here, go and fornicate because Christ has paid you all. Is, is the devil twisting the truth? The devil twisting. We have seen in church several times. Today, that's not what we are doing, so I'm, I, I'm not able to show. Else, we we'll waste all our time. But countless times, if you have been in church in Kwande, you have seen that we have been taught to live godly lives. Godly lives. Look, one man said no to God and put many people. Hey, hey. Somebody said the day, the day you meet Adam in heaven, you hold him and say, ah, guy, why? He said, why? Did I send you? Did I send you? How didn't you do it for you and your family members? Ah! cross same here. Ah. I mean, look, one man said yes to God and put many, many. The first Adam and the second Adam, the second Adam did a better work. Dependable work. Now pull, pull back what we just read before everything started. Galatians 3:13. Galatians chapter 3. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is every who hangs on a tree. Uh-huh. That the blessing, verse 14, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. In Christ Jesus. Yeah. That we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. Amazing. Amazing. Pull message. message. Message is what we read. I'll read message and the passion again. And I'll show you from the scriptures. What the Bible talks about. The curse. It says, it says Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating curse life. By absorbing it completely into himself. Means he took every, every bit of it. To the last drop and scream, it is finished. It is finished. Somebody said, when Jesus died, the veil tore. Religion wants to sew it back. <laughs> Religion said, no. <laughs> Let's sew it. Do you remember the scripture that says, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree? That is what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross. He became a curse. And at the same time, dissolved the curse. Verse 14. And now, and now, because of that, because he dissolved the curse, the air is cleared. And we can see that Abraham's blessing is present and available for non-Jews. We are all non-Jews here. I don't know anyone from Jerusalem here. We are all non-Jews. Is so that the blessing of Abraham is present and available for non-Jews too. We are all able to receive God's life, his spirit, in and with us by believing. Just the way Abraham received it. The spirit is received not by your muscles. By believing. Now, so he says Christ delivered us from the curse of the Lord. Let's look at it quickly in Deuteronomy chapter 28. So in Deuteronomy 28, when the law was given, and one day Moses Moses told them, Hey, Charlie, the law, this is what it comes with. And I said, The law is founded on what? Obedience. You don't operate under the law with faith. Faith is only the New Testament. That's believe. What we are just reading, believe. That's faith. In the law, it's just obey. Obey. Because it comes to you and says, Thou shalt not do this. Thou shall not, thou shalt not. you don't need faith, you just need obedience. That is why the Bible says Jesus came and obeyed for us. Do you get? Because nobody could obey it fully. Nobody. David Crawfield. David Crawfield, is it Shablami? Shablami, Shablami, who won't fail? David, David, the, David, the man after God's own heart. <laughs> David. Are you of God's own Lego? Please sit up. Even David failed. That is why only Jesus came and by His obedience, I believe you have understood. I'm repeating again. I'm repeating again. I believe you have you have you have understood what we have said. Yes. Jesus obeyed because the Lord doesn't op- operate by faith; it's by obedience. That's why He took the obedience of Jesus to appease it, to satisfy it. Then we can have a new way now see it so this is what happens Moses reads the, the blessings if you obey the law these are the blessings that will come then he announces if you don't obey it, these are the cases please listen well now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey do you see it yes, sir. obey not faith no, sir. obedience does not know faith is did you do it yes or no have you seen the military guy say obey before complain? No, no time I will use my faith. No faith, faith. Oh No, no, no. It's, it's obedience. The Lord just comes. They bring the law. Thou shall not commit adultery. You committed. You don't say, but actually, actually. You don't know. No, no. Look, now it shall come to pass. If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, please Follow, follow. To observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth. So he's breathing the blessings. And he starts by saying, When you observe it, when you obey, when you observe to do. Verse 2, please. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Verse 3 blessed shall you be so now he's, he's reading the blessings blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country verse four blessed shall be the fruit of your body the fruit of your ground and the increase of your heads it means hey, one 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 other thing aside what we are doing you can see that god is able to influence everything you are involved in if you think it's just by the certificate you have from school and your this technical know-how you know how ah, to Jesus comes because you can see that in those days and they were farmers you can see the blessing of God can cut across their business they are farming it doesn't say oh you are farming no 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 i just need you in church no look blessed shall be the fruit of your body you initially you will give birth to correct children yeah look the produce of your ground they were farmers so even your crops will be from from and the increase of your heads your cattle and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks but all comes by obeying remember verse five blessed shall you blessed shall be your basket your kneading bowl verse six blessed shall be you when you come in and blessed shall be you and blessed shall you be when you go out verse seven the lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face they shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways verse eight the lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses it means where you have even kept your goods you will go there and see that the blessing of god is working there in our time it will be like your bank account yeah God is able. You can see God is able to influence, affect everything, yeah. affect everything you are involved. Don't just say, "Oh, me my." I just give God my church life. Yeah. Who told you have church life? <laughs> Look, and he says, "The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses, and in all to which you set your hand." It means everything you your hands find doing. God will bless it. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Verse, verse 9. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself. Just as he has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Verse 10. So that's a clause. Oh. Then all, you don't just go and say, ah, I'm blessed. They look at you like this. Ah, did you keep... But you see, because of Jesus, we can expect these blessings. Because Jesus obeyed. That's the difference. Jesus obeyed. And he obeyed even to the death of the cross. Look, then all the peoples, but up to this point, we are reading as if we are also there with them. Then all the peoples of the earth shall see you are called by the name of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of you. Verse 11. Verse 11. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods. Hey. He'll give you more goods. In the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock. Hey, brothers, I don't know what you are doing, but believe God will yes, make a way for God. Will, yes, sir. If you are going with your mind, with the margin, you'll be frustrated. Look at God blessing people, blessing everything they are doing. In the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock. And in the produce of your ground. In the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. Verse 12. So, blessing part. Blessing part. I'm sure everybody will be happy. And they may think, ah, we can observe it. Oh, we can observe it. Oh, what is it? Oh, do you know rules I've observed? Do you know rules I've observed? Is it a small thing you are coming to tell us I can't do it? The Lord will open to you His good treasure, the heavens to give the rain to your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. So it means that, it means that in the mind of God, He doesn't like borrow, borrow. It means that the mind of God doesn't like. It is men who say, "Oh, na adi loan adi loan in, in the heart of God, he doesn't know what borrowing. Borrowing what? Somebody sang a song. He said, he said borrow, borrow, don't leave me for good. For, don't leave me for life. Rising and fall, don't leave me for life. It's the truth of God's word you have buried your head in that you will see. Somebody may not say, oh, hey, borrowing, why? Me, yeah, I always borrow. There are people like that. Before the salary comes, they have spent it. They are now living on borrowed money and he sees it at normal mtn quick loan he's on it yeah he's on his he, he, he's he's registering people on it he's telling you oh why don't you oh he said no. like they see it as a normal thing they say hey, if you are around hey if you are in this world you must oh you must be owing oh a normal thing if you are owing and so what Bolo, you shall lend to many nations when the blessings of God is around you shall lend to and look the blessing is giving us is not your hometown blessing the blessing he promised who Abraham did he tell Abraham I'll, I'll make you go and borrow so you have to delete that far from your heart to yes, sir. look you shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow verse verse 13 And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, you see, there's a clause attached. The people who who always shout that we should bring back the law, the way they quote the scripture, I'm the head, I'm I'm not the tail. But they leave out the part where you have to obey. (laughs) They just go and take the head for themselves. (laughs) But they are the one hey nowadays the churches don't preach the law again so the fear of god the fire, fire the fire has gone the fire yeah. we need another fire fresh fire oh god yeah. no. you shall be above only and not beneath if you heed the commandments of the lord your god which i command you today and are careful to observe them verse 14 so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which i command you this day to the right or the left to go after other gods to serve them you can't go to another place not left or right follow what i have said verse 15. but it shall come to pass Uh aha now the cases are coming now let's sit 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 well sit well sit well (laughs) sit well you see the blessing were just 14 verses cases say it's hard to like 30 or 30 something yeah i don't think we can finish with you. you now let's now enjoy so when you when you obey this is what you get now when you don't obey this is what you get now let's see so that when, when the bible says jesus has jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the this is the curse of the law it comes to anyone who does not observe the law so look at it but it shall come to pass it shall come to pass if you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments and his statutes which I command you today that all these curses will come upon you and overtake you Amen. Hey I said we can read the scriptures and be thankful that Jesus came Jesus came Have you heard the song he, he he paid the debt he didn't owe. I owed the debt I could not pay They will come upon you and overtake you. Now let's see the case. Curse number one. Case shall you be in the city. And curse shall you be in the country. Will you say amen to this? You see, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. He took every, he absorbed all to himself. So that the blessing. Remember I said the result is that the blessing of Abraham should come on us. You see he took the case so now we can expect blessings and we read in, in in ephesians chapter one verse three blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us with all it's because jesus jesus obeyed you yes, else you cannot you don't you, you no no you dare not say you blessing for what no so he says can shall you be in the city and care shall you be in the country verse 17 cash shall be your basket and your kneading bowl uh-huh let's go quickly it's plenty cash shall be the fruit of your body and the produce of your land and the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks look at verse 9 cash shall you be when you come in and cash shall you be when you go out so I always say that, people who are screaming the loudest, we need the law, we need the law. I say, hey, do they really understand the dynamics? It's not mouth talk. Ooh. It's not math talk. And yet, action. Action, not words. One day, our teacher said he had formed a political party. Not, not a big, like in school. And it was called KPP, Kokonsa People's Party. When they say KPP, they say their, their motto is spread the rumor. <laughs> and then I and three other guys, we also formed our own. We said Democratic Union of National Alliance, DUNA. When we say Duna, you say Quinty?" <laughs> <laughs> the Lord will say <laughs> that. It's only by grace we are saved. All. Sometimes I look at some things and say, hey, by strength shall no man prevail. By strength. Because things we have done before, Paul, that his grace has brought us near. And you don't want to believe it. My, my friend, believe it. Look, the Lord will send you, look, the Lord will send on you cursing, confusion. And rebuke in all that you sent your hand to do, everything will be Basa. Imagine until you are destroyed and until you perish quickly because of the wickedness of your what doings, doings. The law goes with doings. Did you do it? Yes or no? There's not I actually I didn't do no say 22. Because of the wickedness of your doings in which you have forsaken me. But now, you see, now, eh, because of Jesus, he loves us with a certain love. Even, even when we don't remember, he remembers. Even when we are faithless, he's faithful. Love, that doesn't change. And it's because Jesus obeyed. This is the, this is the dynamics. This is what has changed. So one day I told you, the, the God of the Old Testament, he didn't change you, He became revealed. <laughs> because Jesus came, he became revealed. Look at verse 21. The Lord will make the plague cling to you until he has consumed you from the land. You know, God was destroying the other the foreign nations with plagues in Egypt for Pharaoh to let them go. He would bring this. And then he would say, no, you won't go. No, you won't go. And it became worse. He say, go, go, go. He said the plagues will come on you now. Hey, cling to you until he has consumed you from the land, which you are going to possess. Next verse is plenty. I'll read it so that you, you get what we are saying. I could have said, Let's forget and go on to something else. But I'm reading it so that you know next time, if one day you say, Oh, you you want the Lord, know that this is what he goes with. I'm taking my time to read it uh, so that one day, one, lest you forget. Lest you forget. Just, the Lord will strike you with consumption, with fever, with inflammation, with severe burning fever, with the sword, with scorching. with... How do you pronounce this word? Mildew. Mildew. What's that? You have, you have a dictionary. Don't say it's M.M. You are lying. It's, it's not a process whereby... I, it's not a process whereby. <laughs> Have you realized how you ask you say it's, it's whereby? It's not whereby. <laughs> it's not a process whereby. <laughs> with scotting, with mildew, they shall pursue you until you perish. It means that diseases will be following you. But you see, in the New Testament, he has given us authority to lay our hands on. And they recover do you see the difference here diseases are chasing you he said they'll follow you until you perish they will pursue you you're in your room fever is coming fever enters your bedroom and you run to the, the washroom it comes there but now now it has changed so he rather tells us to go and heal the sick Jesus came and healed all the sick next verse please mildew is what have you found it is what Oh, fun eyes, fungus. fungus, fungus, fungus. It's okay. We are, we are, we are not in we are, we are not in a science lab. Don't. Worry. Let's continue. I'm not a science student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even those who learn this grade, they are not using it like that. So. I mean, I call your science, or biology, biology and your heavens look at this and your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze your heavens only you the atmosphere on your head he said he said the atmosphere on your head it will be bronze and the earth which is under you shall be iron it means baby <laughs> have you heard them saying They say have you heard them when you talk about money they say say for my heading your, <laughs> this is insane i said Learn the word, else you will learn some, some strange language. But it will be popular with your generation. But when you check the word, it's different. Now, we can say, ah, the righteous will flourish like a palm tree. and Because we have received this righteousness. But before, this was the, this was the situation. This, If that generation got the chance to see Jesus, they would have been so grateful. Because imagine every week, animal sacrifice, every year, animal sacrifice. Then somebody has come, only him. One day he was walking, John the Baptist said, Behold the lamb of the world that takes away the sin of the world. Are we saying John the Baptist lied? No. And your heavens which are over your head shall be bronze. And the earth which is under you shall be iron. Next verse. The Lord will change the rain of your land to powder and dust. Ha! Have you realized that we are still reading the cases? Yes, sir. <laughs> obey. If you don't obey, this is what you get. You don't go and bring your mother and say, oh, please, my mother will beg for me. No. <laughs> no. Then, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. There's there's one guy who sells who sells at Cantamantu. That's what he says. When you are coming to buy, he's standing there selling, and he just says, Respect my age and buy. That's all he he has. He has several cliches. Respect my 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 age and buy. Where are they? Where them? They don't go and argue over there. (laughs) You just take and pay. No, 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 no. (laughs) Respect my age and buy. (laughs) The Lord will change the rain of your land to powder and dust from the heaven. shall come down and it shall come down on you until you are destroyed powder and dust will come on you until you are destroyed when the Bible says Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law you say no it's not true it's not true Verse, verse 25 the Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies you shall go out one way against them and flee seven ways before them. You will go against them with one way. You, you will run away in seven ways. And you shall become troublesome to all kingdoms of, to all the kingdoms of the earth. You will become troublesome. Verse 26. Your carcass shall be food for all the birds of the air. It means your dead body is what the birds of the air will eat, the vultures and cool and the beasts of the earth, they will eat your dead body you will die everywhere and no one shall frighten them away nobody will come and say hey have you have you have you seen a bed around before and you just came and they, hey. they said they will be eating you and nobody will even come and say go go they will be there they will be there they will just be enjoying you look at verse 27. the lord will strike you with the boils pomp of egypt <laughs> It's a strong matter. Oh, when Moses read the blessing part, everybody was like, "Oh yeah." You see the law, and when the law comes, it breaks you so that you know that there's no strength in you. It brings you to an end in yourself, so you begin to hope and pray for a savior. That's where Jesus comes in, because you can observe it. I'm sure when he read the blessings, they were all like, "Oh, uh, oh." Normal. This is a normal thing. And maybe when they started reading the cases, people were shaking. People were shaking. If they didn't even urinate on themselves, because look at the things here. The Lord will strike you with the boils of Egypt, with tumors, with the scab, and with the itch. You, your body will be itchy, from which you cannot be healed. There is no healing. Every day you are walking with your comb. He said, You cannot be healed. Look at verse 28. The Lord will strike you with madness. Upon all these things, He will strike you with madness and blindness and confusion of hearts. Verse 29. And you shall grope at noonday as a blind man gropes in the darkness. You will be walking around. You be holding things. Look, and you shall not prosper in your ways. You shall be only oppressed and plundered continually, and no one shall save you. Look at verse thirty. You shall betroth a wife, but another man shall lie with her. It means you will have a wife, but somebody else will come and enjoy. Somebody else will come and enjoy. You will take your money and go and do the ceremony. Somebody will you come and take and go and enjoy. You shall build a house, but you shall not dwell in it. You shall plant a vineyard, but you shall not gather its grapes. Look at verse 31. Your ox shall be slaughtered before your eyes. They will slaughter your ox right before you, but you shall not eat of it. Your donkey shall be violently taken away from you. Taken away from before you, and you shall not be restored, and shall not be restored to you. Your sheep shall be given to your enemies, and you shall have no one to rescue them. Next verse Your sons and your daughters, this one is plenty than the blessings. Your sons and your daughters shall be given to another people, and your eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all day long, and there shall be no strength in your hand. Ah? A nation whom you have not known shall eat the fruit of your land and the produce of your labor and shall be only oppressed and you shall be only oppressed and crushed continually. It never ends continually. Next verse. So, shall, so you shall be driven mad because of the sight which your eyes see. You will, see, you will see Ayakayaka there. You will go mad. Next verse. The Lord will... is crazy? <laughs> the Lord will strike you in the knees and on the legs with severe boils, which cannot be healed. There will be boils on your knees and legs. We cannot be healed. And from the sole of your foot to the top of your head, everywhere boils. And you touch it. Heish. is it? <laughs> next verse. The Lord will bring you and the king whom you set over you to a nation which neither you nor your fathers have known, and there you shall serve other gods, wood and stone. Look at the next next verse. And you shall become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword. Among all nations which the Lord will drive you. (laughs) They will use you as a (laughs) proverb. You shall carry much seed out to the field, but gather little in. You will plant plenty, but you harvest little. That's what he's saying. For the locusts shall consume it. The locusts will eat it. Thirty-nine. You shall plant vineyards and tend them, but you shall ne- you shall neither drink of the wine nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Mm-hmm. You shall have olive oil. You, you shall have olive trees throughout all your territory, but you shall not anoint yourself with the oil, for your olives shall drop off. Mm-hmm. You shall beget sons and daughters, but they shall not be yours, for they shall go into captivity. (laughs) Locusts shall consume all your trees and the produce of your land. I think I want to stop here. I'm seeing that your energy has dropped. Your energy levels have dropped. So you are now seeing the real deal. What the Bible calls the curse of the Lord. Put the scripture back again. Galatians 3.30. You see it again. Jesus has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Look at all these curses. You are walking around pompo everywhere. Yeah, message Bible. You, you are in the spirit. Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating curse life by absorbing it completely into Himself. Do you remember the scripture that says, "Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree." That is what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross. He became a curse and at the same time dissolved the curse. So he became a curse and neutralized the curse. The Bible calls the curse of the law. We have just read it for ourselves. And we just saw he obeyed. He obeyed. So he went through a death more as humiliating as this verse 14 and now because of that the air is cleared and we can see that Abraham's blessing is present and available so now in place of curse, we can what enjoy blessings enjoy blessings blessings with no other clauses if you don't do this the lamb has done it We are all able to receive God's life, his spirit, in and with us by believing just the way Abraham received it. Abraham received it by believing. How can you, Kwame answer, receive it by working, by doing? No, it doesn't work like that. Abraham is the father. The child cannot be greater. In this case, it's, it's even called the blessing, of, the blessing of Abraham. It's the blessing of Abraham. So it's not your blessing. It's not your name. It's, if this is how it came, it was set in motion, then this is how it continues its motion. The passion, please. I've really spent time on this so you can understand. I believe you have understood up to this point. And now, because it says, yet, Christ paid the full price, full price. To set us free from the curse of the law, he absorbed it completely as he became a curse in our place. For it is written, Everyone who is hung upon a tree is doubly cursed. Uh-huh. Jesus, our Messiah, was cursed in our place, and in so doing, dissolved the curse from our lives, so that all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon even non-jewish believers and now god gives us the promise of the wonderful holy spirit who lives within us when we believe in him let's look at another scripture romans chapter 8 another point remember we'll just be going through like that in him realities these are truths in jesus now that you are in jesus these are the truths look romans chapter 8 verse 1 Romans chapter 8, verse 1. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Let me tell you something. This whole part, can you highlight this? Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. I want to give you an assignment. Highlight this whole part. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Highlight that. Why am I saying that? When you check the, now, right, which is a Greek, right? It doesn't have that. Have you ever read your Bible? The paper Bible. Paper. The paper. Mostly the software doesn't have that. Your paper Bible, right? Have you ever read a, your paper Bible and you saw that the words were slanted? Have you seen it before? Maybe you were reading one verse. They have slanted some. Anytime you see a slanted part, it means it was not part, it was added. It means they added it, the translators. But the truth, this word, this is what the Bible actually says. It says, therefore, so they thought that I is too good to be true. So they add who do not walk. But when you are in Christ Jesus, you are in the spirit. Yeah. Uh, because it's automatic. Uh, the spiritual birth, and it's a spiritual birth. <laughs> Look at put here, some, So some versions don't have. Before we go there, look, I'm reading New King James. It says, Therefore, now, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I said, Please, for clarity's sake, write it down. When you go home, you go and check. That's how you learn the truth. So they add, Who do not work? There are some people here who cannot even see the difference between a jehovah Witness Bible and, and the normal Bible. They just take it, they say, Every Bible will be Bible, and you start working. If you want to check, this Bible is Jehovah's Witness. In the beginning was a word. the Word. Word was what? In their Bible, and the Word was a God. A God. But the Bible said in the, in the beginning was a Word. The Word was with God. And the Word was God. But they only say a God. A small g. But if you, don't stay, if you don't pay attention to studies, you will take everything and say, oh, is the truth. Oh, is the truth. What are you saying? So I'm reading New King James. They, this was added, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So that it makes, like, ah, which, are, which people walk according to, can there be people in Christ Jesus who are separate from another group? But the truth is that, you see, when somebody comes to church now and says, let's be in the spirit. ah, Where were we all this time? Because a spiritual birth, like, <laughs> well, you can't hold it. But it is there. And I'm GDSO. You can't touch it. It's not tangible, but it is there. When you got born again, you were there. The, Jesus said, The time is coming. The hour is coming, and now is when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship Him. That's as that's, that's the church. Yes, when you got born again, you are already in the spirit. So the issue is that, hey, but why is it that some people are not manifesting more? They are not in tune with the Spirit. They are just walking in it. There are some people who don't even know the voice of the Holy Spirit. They say, something told me. Have you not seen them? Some of them are your friends. Something told me not to go here. But another person who has trained his spirit man says, the Holy Spirit said, don't do this. So they, they, that's the difference. Now, okay, a little exercise. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. Let's read the same verse in the ESV, ESV, you have that, please. Just now, see it. You see, I'm not lying to you. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's full stop. The addition, eh, if you had a paper Bible in church, which is New King James, you see they would have slanted it, meaning it was added. That's anytime you are reading a paper Bible, paper, paper, not software, paper Bible, and you see the word slanted, it means. That word was not there. The translators just put it there. So ESV says the, the simple thing: there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. No, who do not do this? So then, we, who are those people who do not do this? No, no, no. Are you understanding me? Pull NLT. Pull NLT. Let's see. So now no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus no condemnation but I'm just showing something else but what I want to tell you is the point that in Christ there's no condemnation Also, that one is everywhere but I'm just showing you that something was added so you just see in Christ in him there's no condemnation remember he said if anyone being Christ is a new creature he, he has not existed before all things are past. Behold, see, the new has come. Hey, but pastor, he did this last two years. The laws of the states will not forgive you. If you go and stab somebody now, the laws of Ghana will not say, Hey, all things are past. <laughs> <laughs> I said, You'll be in Sao. You'll be in Sao condemned with the spirit of God right inside you. Inside you. You see, the baby always supports the truth. You've been in Sahom D4, they'll open a the thing small for you. There is no condemnation. There is, so it says, when, so now, there is no condemnation. now, 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 so now. There is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. There is no condemnation. There is no condemnation, no condemnation. So in, in him we have what? No, condemnation. no condemnation, no condemnation, no condemnation, no condemnation. There is no condemnation. That's what, the message we have is no condemnation. The message he has given us to preach. Somebody says, "Oiyain and Media is not true. It's, it's a lie. Is a lie. Oh, go to the word. You see the again. You see, if you don't know the word, I, I saw a video. I saw a video in the video. One man was standing like he's uh, a pastor. He said, there are, there are something, something kind of. He mentioned a topic and he said, There are something, four kinds of something, something, something. Then he started mentioning number one this. Then the lady said, Hey, you are lying. Then she quoted the scriptures. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was some but it's true. <laughs> I was a way, Kakrabas. she said, She said, Sir, excuse me, sir, you are lying. I said, hey. I said, Eish, that That's dangerous. Excuse me, sir. Then she started, but she did it in a calm way. And he started teaching what the Bible actually says about that subject. So if you don't know, you'll be sitting there. I will be They are two nakumasu. And when they are done, they mention the name of Jesus. And then they go. So, somebody said he was arguing with like somebody engaging in an argument. He was teaching that ah, salvation cannot be lost. And he, he went through the scriptures with the person. The guy said, No, it can be lost. Then he asked him, Have you ever lost your salvation? He said, By God's grace, no. <laughs> he says, ah, by God's grace. <laughs> You see, you contradict yourself if you don't know the truth of the scriptures. You keep contradicting yourself. You said something can be lost. Now you say by God's grace, you have not lost it. What are you saying? What language is this? It's good English, but it's bad theology. So so now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. So in him, there is no condemnation. Let nobody condemn you. That's why he says, He says, any tongue that will rise against us in judgment, you condemn it. I told you, as you are learning the, the word, a voice comes around you and says, Ah, you are not good enough. Look at a wretch like you. Do you say, Amazing grace that saved a wretch like Not me. Sing it for yourself. If you don't have anything to say, just say, Amazing grace that saved someone like me but call myself a wretch, when the Bible has not called me a wretch, no. It's not humility, it's pride. Pride is calling yourself what God has not called you. Humility is saying, oh, it's too good to be true. I still want this, so that I'll be, oh, no, no, you are being proud. Ah. The wisdom of God, he said, Jesus said, a merchant went around looking for pearls, and he found some. And went home, sold everything, and out of joy came and bought it. And you say, you wretch! They you say, pearls pales, pales. So in him there is no condemnation. Have you heard the scripture says? Anyone that calls on the name of the Lord shall not be put to shame. Shall not be put to shame. In, you see, in Jesus there is no shame. In him there is no condemnation. Let nothing. This is the devil's work. Now, in this end time, he comes around brethren and condemns them. The Bible tells us, put the scripture, it says, even if our heart condemns us, God is bigger than our hearts. Yes. Put the scripture. Even if our heart, if your heart cry that is in you, if it is condemned, you say, God is bigger than it. It means it means take God's word, even the, your own heart that is telling this thing there. He says, God is bigger than that heart because there is no condemnation now not for everybody Oh, for those who belong to christ jesus that's why we tell men come to jesus come to jesus come to jesus look for if our heart condemns us god is greater than our heart and knows all things even if your heart is condemning, say God is greater. God is bigger than your heart, because there's no condemnation there, Hallelujah. and He has not given us the message of condemnation to go and say, "Hey, you look at what you are doing. Hey, you have tattooed your body. Eh? Look at you. You have pierced your ears like that. You have pierced your nose. <laughs> that religion and that's what they just look at the guy and say he has pierced his ears, so he is, he is doomed for hell." You will be shocked one day you will see people God is using mightily, and guys they have done rope. Then you will see that God is not from your hometown. God is not from your home. So okay, let's say that let's say that somebody had a tattoo on their body, and now they are born again. Do they peel off the flesh? How do they do it? Or there's a way they will remove. They, they, hey, that's why salvation is not for you. It's not for me. It's for God. Is for God. Brothers, there is no condemnation for them that are in Christ Jesus. Accept this truth. Yes, sir. Accept this truth. Yes. Accept this truth. Now go back again. Romans chapter eight. I'm closing. Romans chapter eight. I'm closing. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Now let's cover verse two verse two. Is another point I want to make. Let's go back and NKJV, the New King James. The New King James. It says, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So, see, there are two laws. There are two laws. The first one is the law of sin and death. We have just seen we have just seen what that law entails. If you don't if you don't observe if you don't obey, this is what you get. And it's, the Bible calls it the law of what? Oh, are you in church? I said there are two laws. The Bible calls the first one the law of sin and death. We just read a bit of that in Deuteronomy. It's called the law of sin and death. The laws of Moses. It's called the the law of sin and death. Now, he says there's another law that Jesus has brought. Another law. And the name of that law is the law of the spirit of life. Look, he says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. It is in Christ. The law of the spirit of life. So in place of sin and death, Jesus brought what? Just like he said in John 10, but I have come. John 10:10. But I've come that they will have life and have it to the full. You see, so there was law of sin and death. Jesus brought the law of life. He says, For the law of the Spirit of life, the law of the Spirit of life, uh-huh. for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So in Christ, we are made free. From the law of sin and death. In Christ. We are made free. From the law of sin and death. In Christ. The law of the spirit of life. Makes us free. From the law of sin and death. In Christ. We are made free. From the law of sin and death. There was was a missionary called. John G. Lake. If you have heard his name. A missionary called john g lake he was in africa at a time when there was a plague called the bubonic plague and people were dying people were really really dying masses were dying and he was caring for them the dead people and all that so he would come into contact with the, the people who died from the bubonic plague and then the doctors realized that before the people died they had a the foam Around their lungs. Their lungs produce some watery substance. And it, con- it contained the, the virus that was killing them. So one day, when they came around, the doctors came and They were like, you, you're always handling the people and all that. You are not following the precautions. <laughs> like how COVID came. You are not using the mask and all this and all that. And it was like, oh, they, they asked him, how are you protecting yourself? John G. Lake, you can go and read about it. How are you protecting yourself? Meanwhile, you are handling the thing. are not using our precautionary methods and he he said for the law of the spirit of life he quoted the scripture for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me the word of God you take seriously is what will seriously work for you when the word of God comes light has come light has come light. so the light of God's word see any area of your life you are struggling with is because you have not exposed that area to the light of God's word any area you find weakness in is because you have not exposed that area to the light of God's word. Because we just see that the light of God, the light of God's word can help. You are in church. We saw the word of God is profitable for doctrine. It helps us. The word of God can make you wise. Paul told Timothy, it says, and from childhood, you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise. So John G. Lake, they said, ah, why is it that? You are handling the dead people and you are not using the precautionary measures and all that. Then he said, he quoted a scripture to them. He said, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has exempted me from the law of sin and death. They were like, oh, is that so? He said, yes. They, they kept arguing. Then he said, okay, then if you, if you want to, they said, how? If you want, you see, those times they use every means to preach the gospel. They were missionaries. Every, every occasion was an opportunity to preach Jesus. Then he said, if you, if you doubt me, take the sample, the foam samples from some of the dead people. I'll be here. Put it in my hand. Check it in the lab. They put the, the foam substance in his hand. Check it. They realized that ah, as they pour the thing, it dies in his hand. It dies in his hand. The word of God you take seriously. will seriously work for you the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus can we have another version for just this verse it means the law of the spirit of life in christ jesus and it has exempted you from a certain kind of life there is an exemption you don't join everybody can we have just let's go through modern translations a new power is in operation The spirit of life in Christ, like a strong wind, has magnificently cleared the air, freeing you from a fated lifetime of brutal tyranny at the hands of sin and death. The life that Jesus brought, it has exempted us from suffer, suffer, in the hands of sin and death. If you don't know this, you will say, ah, everybody is suffering. Everybody is this. Another person knows it and says that. The spirit of life in Christ Jesus has exempted me. When COVID came, people were saying, ah, By June, dear, they will be dead. By June, dear. By, by June. There was, a time, there was a time, in fact, nowadays, when I see somebody wearing nose masks in church, I don't like it. Me I'm, me, I'm very honest. So I'll tell you. I don't like it. Ah, if you are not believing the scriptures, go home. <laughs> oh, Pastor, you are being some way. Oh, I'm not being some I'm just telling you the truth. You see, you will be forced to believe the scriptures. You will be forced. You say, hey, you will see even Christians. One day we sat in a car. A woman came and said, God brought it to show the world. I'm like, hey, you, you, you don't even preach the gospel. You are preaching something you don't understand. Oh, more me. You see, these ones want to preach everything, 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 everything. When this thing comes to the world now, they take it as a message. But we have a message, just one message. One message, and it's Jesus, and His redemptive work at the cross. One message. Look, when COVID came, people were, oh, oh. people drank all kinds of things. There were Christians eh, who were propagating, look for your Bible. There is a hair in it. Take the hair and put it in water and drink. People were drinking so bolo. They were drinking this and all that. Then you realize that, hey, it is in seasons like that you realize most people are just following God with their lips. Mm. Most, most. Omo mm. you. They say, Caesar, mm. dear Caesar. that that's that's your best hiding place. Best hiding place. But you see, there's a new power that is in us, that is in you. The day you got born again the Bible says it's called the law of the spirit of life and it's in Jesus it has separated you so don't expect what happens to other people to happen to you no you live by a higher law it's called the law of the spirit of life let's I thought you would give another I want to close for the law of the spirit of life flowing through the anointing of Jesus has liberated us From the law of sin and death. We are liberated. So in Christ we are liberated from sin and death. From the law of sin and death. Liberated. 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 Maybe a, a, a last one and then I'll close. A last one and then. So this morning we have, we have said what? There is no condemnation in him. And we have said what? We are redeemed from the curse of the law. And now we are saying that what? We are exempted from the law of sin and death. I want to look at a last point. I think we talked about him being our righteousness, Right? In the beginning that we are made righteous in him I want to add something to it I discovered something this week I said uh, the gifts that God gives us because of the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus eh, when you accept it I said it affects your work with God like righteousness in in 2nd Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 the Bible said he made him who knew no sin to be seen for us, that we might become what? The righteousness of God in him. Then first Corinthians chapter one verse thirty says, Of him are you in Christ who became for you righteousness. Then wisdom from God, etc. But righteousness is what we are looking at. First Corinthians chapter one verse thirty. Do you know that a gift like this, and we, we have seen it several times. If I'm to go to the scriptures, you will see it. We have said it, uh, righteousness is what? A gift. In Romans 5, we have seen it, uh, but of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. So Jesus became for us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. But we are just talking about righteousness. Righteousness. I think in Romans chapter 5, we have said it. I don't even know where to begin from. Romans chapter 5, we have seen that righteousness is what? It's a gift. It's not a reward. It's not a wage. Remember, he talked about wages. When somebody works, they are due their wages. And he said, This one we didn't work. Jesus worked. And we go and collect the benefits. So we have said it. I don't want to go back. I want to close. (laughs) I want to close. So now look at James chapter 5, verse 16. What righteousness does is one of these things I'm showing you. And in Romans five, you remember it says, those who receive abundance of grace. Okay, let's read Romans five. What what, what verse is that? Seventeen, eh? Romans five, seventeen, then I can come here. This one is raster, raster point. So take it like that. Romans chapter five verse seventeen. For if by one man's offense death reigned through the one, we know who the one man is Adam. One man, any pum pum shady. That's Adam. <laughs> is that what you have been saying? <laughs> for, if, for if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, that's Adam. Much more. So Jesus brought something much more. He's talking about Adam in comparison with Christ. So if Adam did something, the, Jesus and what he did, the result of it will be more than that. Much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gifts of righteousness. So righteousness is what? A gift. When somebody gives you a gift you say thank you and you move. When you have to work for it, it's a reward. We have seen it. This ones we are just doing What's the name? It's like we are just revising the scriptures. And the gifts of righteousness. So those who receive what? Abundance of grace. And much more, those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one. The one here is Jesus. The one here is Adam. Do you get it? Jesus, Adam. So what? if you want to reign in life, how do you reign? Receive abundance of grace. And what, the gift of righteousness? Does he mention your your physical expertise? No, no. If you want to bring life, he says, receive abundance and the gift of righteousness. So righteousness is gift. We just read before that one man said no to God, and then mess the whole thing, and another and, and put many in the wrong. And another said yes, and put many in the right. That's righteousness. He made us right with God. He made us right with God. So in Him we have righteousness. We have just seen in First Corinthians one thirty that He became for us righteousness. So now your right is not you. When you are praying and you say, "Oh, you, I know my righteousness is a filthy rag," you are quoting the wrong scriptures. You are quoting Ozo to God. You are quoting Pasco to God. <laughs> You are quoting Pasco, which is no longer being used. To God, what is being used now is that righteousness. Is a gift, and it is in Christ Jesus for everybody who receives Him. When you receive Him, you have received it. Do you, you get that's one of the benefits, one of the blessings that you have in Him. So in Him we have righteousness, right? And I said, to affect your work. Look at James chapter five verse sixteen. I'm closing with that. James chapter five verse sixteen. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Somebody said, if you are, if you are going for confession in a certain place, the, when you are done, the guy should also confesses to you <laughs> based on the scripture. I said, hey, anyway, it's the second part I want to really talk about. So Bible will read that. Confess your trespasses to one another. You see, God wants all of us to live at peace. So, so oh, Charlie, I didn't do this well. I didn't do this well. You see, it's not about God. It's about one one, and us. Confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So he wants an atmosphere of unity, peace. And that's where healing, good vibes. Now, my main point is this. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. It is not every prayer that works. It is the prayer of the righteous man that works. So, as you have the gift of righteousness, now you can be bold in prayer, knowing that when you pray, you will see results. Is somebody understanding the language I'm speaking? The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. If this is true, that the righteous man's prayer produces results. Ah, then you have received righteousness. That's Jesus. Then it means now when you go to prayer, don't be weeping. Oh, not weeping like begging or begging. You can pray that God will hear my prayer. Because the righteous man's prayer works. Look at what it says in the Passion Translation confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another. So you it? I said, there's a way scripture can be twisted to, to say that go and tell God you are this, you're no. Know, he you said, How you have offended one another. This one is not God, it's yeah, so that peace will prevail amongst us. Confess and acknowledge how you have offended one another and pray for one another to be instantly healed, the hurts. For tremendous power is released through the passionate, heartfelt prayer of a godly believer, righteous man. Godly believer, and I said one of the blessings that we have in him is righteousness. So if righteousness is a gift, like we just saw, those who reign in life will receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Then it means righteousness also makes us believe, know, or makes us know our prayer works. When you when your knees hit the ground, you know ah, I'm producing results. <laughs> is that like that <laughs> if it's not like that Ali, you understand what i mean you understand what i mean give give message i'm closing the message bible oh father thank you for grace make this your common practice confess your sins to each other remember it's one and if you have wronged your brethren make just confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you can live together whole and healed the prayer of a person living right this is righteousness living right with god is something powerful to be reckoned with so see if you acknowledge that you are the righteous man because of the sacrifice of jesus then believe that your prayers work that's what i'm saying righteousness as a gift, makes you believe that, ha! Huh? When I open my mouth to pray, in my corner, I'm changing things. I'm changing things. I'm changing things because it says, the prayer of a person living right. Oh, there's a version that says it makes tremendous power available. What message is that? The amplifier Okay, put amplify Confess to one another therefore your faults, your slips. Hey, amplify women. Your faults, your slips, your steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another <laughs> for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous, you see, it is the, the <laughs> and I said, This righteous, you no, know, now is a gift in Christ. So it means once you, are, you make the attempt to pray, know that results will come because of this. Because it's like a law has been passed that the, the righteous man's prayer produces results. And now you are the righteous man in Christ. So know, once I begin to pray about anything, expect results. That's why Jesus said, when you are praying Wednesday, don't doubt in your heart. Because it will work. If you are at midweek, you, you know what I'm saying. It will work. Don't doubt. Kashi be. Don't doubt. Look, the earnest heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available. Dynamic in its working. So, if you reckon, if you agree that, ah, I've received righteousness in Christ, then know when you, when you hit the ground to pray, know that you are making tremendous power available. Don't think, oh, I'm just doing a chore. Oh, i'm just doing a chore you know, there's people who have made christianity a chore when they wake up they say i did my quiet time this is a quiet time but nothing quiet time like they observe the minutes but there are some who are living the life some observe the minutes some is their life so when you are going to pray know that because of righteousness results will come tremendous power is available May God help you. Amen.